LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey kids, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 238. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mass. I'm Ari Rockefeller. Ow. <laughs> Double ow. Headphones. Yeah, you just have a loud, booming voice, my friend. Are we going to try that again? Sure. Okay, okay. All right, people, from the top. Hey, everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 238. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijeron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. Okay, that was a lot better. <laughs> Sorry, the uh, headphones on my phone has the mic, you know, on this little... <clears throat> you know I have, have the mic, like, hanging off the wire? Yeah. Yeah, that's what this thing has, and I tried speaking directly into it, and uh, that's kind of what blew up Mako's eardrums for a second. Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, see, if it's if it's like that, you don't need to keep it up to you up like that because those little microphones are pretty potent, you know. I have the little part clipped to uh, <clears throat> the buttons on my polo. That's good. See, on my on my headset when I'm walking around, if I don't have the boom mic, I, it's just sitting. It's just there. So when I'm walking. It may bounce around more or less, but people can still hear me now. Let's now. If there's traffic going by. That's a different story. I tried making a call at this thing earlier. It sounded pretty good. That's good. See, it's actually sounding better than before. Oh, how about that? Yeah. Oh man, uh, we are live tonight, week of October twentieth, two thousand fifteen, here on the Vogue Network. We're here on uh, Tuesdays at ten p.m. Eastern and replays Thursdays at two. And just as a reminder, we'll be here uh, at ten p.m. until November seventeenth, and then we'll be back at our normal time of nine thirty p.m. Uh, check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, Chatzilla, can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is Vogue V O G. Or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash Network. If you go there, there's an IRC link. If you click on that, your default chat client will bring you directly into the chat room. Uh, swing by VogNetwork.com. Check out our forums where every week we post um, synopsis of every episode. So we definitely want to hear from you. So let us know what you think. Make some comments. Check-ins are now live and all that good stuff. And check-in, earn some points, get some um, Vogue swag. Virtually, that is. So, let's go ahead and kick things off. Um, Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Uh, my weekend revolved mostly around going up to another anime convention. Yay. That's actually the name of the place. I'm not just being fanatic and saying, uh, another convention? <laughs> That's okay. Someone made the same mistake on my Facebook, too. Yeah, it's a real who's on first type of situation. Mm-hmm. 
And let's see. Today I got paid, and I managed to finally get all my personal savings at home, you know, situated with the little, you know, progressive savings plan I found online. And it's getting into, like, 80s for now. Like, $2 every week, increasing with every week going on. What was that? Big chunk of change when it gets to the end of the year. Mm. All right, cool. And plus, you know, spent a bunch of, like, bought a whole bunch of different stuff too. Got a new, uh, vape, you know, device. Yeah. It's, you know, been trying that out. The stuff is called the uh, Breakfast Club. Hmm. No tobacco, no, uh, no nicotine in it. And I'm currently calling everyone on the on Skype on my phone because I'm currently still at work for another 45 minutes or so. Yeah, don't say that too loudly. Don't worry, like, it's a very small, you know, station and no one else is around. Okay. Also, I couldn't. I can't see the chat room. Did, did people complain about me suddenly becoming 100 feet tall? That uh, first, you know, mistake. Um, I heard uh, Sarah Ackerman went triple owl. Oh, that's just about it. Yeah, oh, well. I, I I think she's the only one in chat right now. Everybody else is huh. sort of like bouncing around, more or less. So yeah, that's how things went. For me. Okay, cool. Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? Um, work and a lot of it. And more work and a lot of it. (laughs) Yeah, um, October in a party store sucks. So... Saturday was day six for me of working 10 to 12 hour shifts. Sunday, I actually had a day off and basically slept all day. Mm. I was just that freaking tired. So so productive of you. Yeah, I know. I should have actually been cleaning and starting to pack and everything, but I was just so freaking tired. But (laughs) yeah, no, it was it was bad. But I worked yesterday, I worked today, and I have tomorrow off again, so I can hopefully be productive, because I work another six days straight after that. And as Sarah Ackerman says in our chat room at live.vodnetwork.com, wait for December. I don't have to worry about December. The only problem I will have in December is the uh, drunks going off for SantaCon either in New York or along the shore or whatever. That is the only issue I will have in December. SantaCon? (laughs) SantaCon started out, I think it started in New York. I don't But it has since grown. And basically what it is, is people will dress up either as Santa Claus or Mrs. Claus or elves or the Grinch or whatever. And also also the kid from A Christmas Story. Yeah. But basically it's a bunch of people dressing up and going bar hopping. No Krampus? Not not that I've seen. I haven't seen one. But yeah, that's what SantaCon is. 
So uh, we do bring in costumes and things for that because that's what people want. And what people want, we, you know, we cater to because they like money. Uh huh. But, uh, yeah, I've actually been waiting with bated breath for my loot crate to come in. This is the first time that I've ever gotten one. Um, and October's loot crate was time. And I have to say that there is nothing in this box that I don't like. And I'm so excited over it. The inside of the box itself is amazing. Um, it, it's it's kind of like... Like a diorama. Yeah. So when you open up the box, it actually looks like the stage from Bill and Ted. And the entire ending with all of the historical figures and Bill and Ted standing with the phone booth on stage... That's the back of the box, and then the sides of the box you see behind the stage, and one side has the TARDIS, and the other side has the DeLorean. So, yeah, I got a lot of really, really cool stuff in this thing, and I am so happy. The box itself sounds beautiful. Yeah, inside the box, I got a Bill & Ted t-shirt, a pop figure of Doc Brown, I got a Sonic Spork and a one-fifth size hoverboard. A Sonic Spork? Yes, it's actually metal and it's mostly a spoon shape, but the end has the little prongs and it's a spork. It's a spork with a uh, Sonic screwdriver handle. Yes. Mm. Yes, and it's amazing, and I will never use it, and it will stay in the box because I am a collector geek. But it's a spork. Yes, it's a spork. I'm just kind of caught off guard. Yes, it's a spork. It's awesome. Mm. But yeah, I'm I'm really, really excited over that. I've been waiting to see what exactly was going to be in it. And now I know. And I'm very, 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 very excited. And knowing is half the battle. Here I come. (laughs) And I just got a picture sent to me from my mother. My cousin did a... She carved a pumpkin tonight. Mm -hmm. And it's Maleficent. Awesome. Nice. And it's rather awesome looking. But yeah, so other than that, um, I've got, you know, a lot of work to deal with coming up. And a month from now is when I move. So yeah, a little excited and a little freaked out. But yeah. Fair enough. Well, my weekend day has been the same as it's been for a while. It's just been training, because next Monday is our grand opening. Woohoo! And I'll be doing a split... Thank you, and I'll be doing a split shift that day. I'll be there as the curtain drops, and then I'll be back again as part of the Halo 5 uh, launch. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that that sucks, though. 
Not really. I get to go home and sleep for about five hours and come back. Yeah, but the, you know, like, I, I could never really get into the whole split shift thing. I've only done it a couple times, so... You know, with all the uh, stuff that Microsoft has been doing with their Microsoft Store, I'm surprised there isn't, like, a little barracks in there for people to crash in. There, there, there isn't room for barracks, but my location, which is flagship, we just bought the last two floors, so theoretically we could... But the way the store's laid out, I guess you could find a spot here and there and, like, set up a cot, you know? Yeah, but I, I can't imagine it would be quiet enough. Actually, it kind of would be. It kind of would be. Um, let's see what else has been going on. Getting, also getting stuff together for AAC, and that was really fun. That's definitely what we'll be talking about tonight. Um, and that's basically it. You know, it's just it's just been work and training, and it's just been good. I yeah, so. I, I noticed that you're you're doing a lot for work. Yeah, and I'm loving every single minute of it. I figured you would. Oh, but you've been so overly excited about this and the fact that you've got a week left. I'm surprised you're not, you know, jumping up and down. Oh, that's already happened. <laughs> a lot of us are nervous, but you know what? It comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. But, um, here's one for you. This happened, um, last Tuesday as I went to uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. So I, so I had time, so I swung over to B-Dubs, and I placed my order. The girl charges me 75 cents for my order. 75 cents total? Yes. Wow. How'd that happen? I'll tell you in a bit. So I go over to Target, do my shopping, and come back. And, you know, a lot of the people that work the takeout counter know me by face, so... The one girl who took my order kind of fingers me to come over, like motions me with her finger. I'm like, oh, food's ready. So I walk over, and she tells me that she made a mistake and rung me up incorrectly. And I just look at her. I'm just like, really? And my thought is, your fuck-up does not constitute as an error on, on my behalf. So after she says she has to re-ring me up for, you know, my order, I, I say to her, no. Get me your manager. Manager comes out and tries to tell me that it was a computer error. And I'm like, how are you going to tell me it's a computer error when the employee said she fucked up? And we're kind of going back and forth for about 30 seconds, a minute. And I said, you know what? Look, just ring me up. I, I got to go. I got to be somewhere. Bought, paid for my food and I left and I promptly filed a complaint and I'm awaiting a response back from um from their customer service hopefully God willing but then yeah I, I've, I've got to say that that has happened at my store and if they don't want to finish paying for it then they don't get it what 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, um, it, it depends on who's in there, but they won't give away free shit. So if somebody screws up on something and, you know, miss rings and finds out about it before that person, you know, gets their stuff, they have to finish paying. Okay. Now, I understand it was a computer error. If you catch the error right after you ring it up right there and tell me, sure, I'll do it. For me to leave and come back, no. Maybe in my hindsight, it's all about the customer service experience, you know? Yeah, no, the customer is not always right. Sorry. That's why I... website dedicated to that stuff. (laughs) That's one of the reasons why I like working for, for my company. The customer is not always right. Yeah. My store, the customer is not always right. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, even if it's an error by the employee, if it's caught, it is fixed. Mm-hmm. Whether the customer likes it or not. Yes. And, I, and as Dungeon Buster says, customer is definitely not always right, which is true. See, I don't want to be that guy. You're always that guy. Well, that's because I, I know when, when people are fucking up with SOP. You fuck with SOP, which is for standard operating protocol or procedures, then I will ride your ass about it. Yeah, I'm just saying that definitely would not have flown in my store. Mm. And depending on who you complain to, you would have been kicked out. <laughs> oh. I can just see the scene from the front of your store, and um, what's the name for freshmen being tossed out? Mm hmm. <laughs> Yeah, the um, the manager, who is the son-in-law of the owner, is extremely buddy-buddy with all the cops in the area, mm-hmm. and will call them by name, because he knows who's working on what days, and mm-hmm. will call them, and let them know that there's an issue with the store, and they are usually there in less than a minute. <laughs> he has had people tossed out by the cops before hopefully and it's 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 really fun to watch hopefully that'll happen next time those those hood rats come in your store running their mouths oh seriously i wish it would mm-hmm. i wish it would are these the same kind of people who will just uh, try on costumes and then not buy them oh no nothing like that last year during halloween we had two women come in um, and I use the term hood rat kindly. Hmm. They were in the fitting rooms, one in each, except that the girl that was trying on costumes, um, kept asking for her friend's advice and her friend is supposed to be trying a costume on for either a nephew or the son. I don't know, but keeps stepping out of the fitting room. So I politely said, you know, ma'am, we do have a line, you know, can you either remove him if you're just going to, you know, help her or can you have him try on his costume? Well, of course, I get the whole, um, you're only doing this because I'm black. If I was, yeah, if I was a white chick, you would not be telling me to get out of the fitting room. Um, This is racial discrimination, blah, 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 blah. And as soon as she 
called me. Oh, what the hell did she call me? Um, actually, as soon as she called me white trash, I told her to get out of the store. Mm-hmm. You know, I could take her going on and on and on about me being a racist. You know, I, I don't, you know, talk all you want. But as soon as you start coming out to like, as soon as you start yelling at me with racial slurs, that's it. You're gone. Um, so yeah, it took a whole 15 minutes for her to actually leave the store because she kept going up and down the aisle, screaming and yelling and, you know, calling me a racist bitch and calling me, um, a cunt and all of this other stuff. So the other day, uh, her and her friend walk in. And the only reason why I know that it's them is because she looked at me and went, oh, that bitch is still working here. You mad, bro? That's exactly what I would have responded with. No, I was extremely polite. I smiled. I asked them if they needed any help. And it pissed her off even more. You know it's pissing she me off? She was expecting you to still be really confrontational about it. Oh, yeah. And you know it's pissing me off But entirely, right you're now? probably thinking, bitch, I didn't even remember your name. No, if she would have come in and, you know, pretended to be nice, I probably would not have even known who it was. Because, quite frankly, the only thing I remember from the confrontation was her calling me, you know, white trash. Hey, you know what's pissing me off right now? Hmm. The fact that the Mets are fucking winning. Fuck the Mets. (laughs) At this point, you know, I, I can't really care. I just really, really, really wanted the Cubs to win. I think we all wanted the Cubs to win. So no, now, I, I just I wanted to see, I wanted to see the movie correct. <laughs> yes. So 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 now we got to deal with the Canadians winning. I, I, I don't know what's kind of worse: Canadians winning the World Series or the fucking Mets. You know, everyone's concerned about what's going on in 2015. Has no one ever seen The Running Man? <laughs> Does that just take place in 2017? <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I like Back to the Future better. <laughs> mm-hmm. So do why, but the, the outlook on the world in 2017 was especially, well, grim. Yeah, well, you know it won't happen. And I say that because I don't think anybody would go that far into destroying the world without seeing the outcome of the latest Marvel movies. Mm. Well, enough about that. I think it's time we move on and get into the meat and potatoes of tonight's show. Yeah, because it's already 10.30. Well, yeah. Normally by now we're like halfway through things, so. Yeah, we do tend to get a little rambly, don't we? Yeah. But the save face, nothing really happened on the drive up, Mako. We got there at 12.30 in the morning. Ouch. And yeah, because I got done working at three and think I thought, okay, everyone will be ready to go at the same time. Wrong. No, I, wrong. Yeah, Alex didn't get out of work till six. I didn't get home till six forty-five, but we still made good time. So, 
of course, my car was still, you know, packed to the gills. Uh, well, yeah, that happens when you have three people. No, Alex has a lot of props. It still happens when you have three people. Well, it, we, we it, asked him to pack light, and the st- thing was still bursting at the seams. Yeah. Back seat and trunk. Well, yeah. But it is what it is what it is. So now we get down, we rock and roll, we talk Friday of the convention. Ari, tell me, tell everyone about what you did on Friday. I uh, got up a little early and ate breakfast at the nice big uh, breakfast buffet they have downstairs. Was it any good? It was okay. It was okay. The, the price was all right. But, uh, you know, I had a couple plates and uh, that, that was it for me. Okay. I believe I saw Kyle Haybear also eating there as well. That's cool. We love that guy. Oh, yeah. I miss Kyle. He missed you too. Yup. Did you get that thing we sent you? Yes, I got that thing you sent me. <laughs> I was at work and listening to it and very, very giddy. And my coworkers are like, what the fuck are you listening to? Now, uh, I didn't have any panels scheduled until after noon, mm-hmm. around 2 o'clock, because we were supposed to have a... Because we had a bunch of uh, press interviews that weekend. Only problem is, you know, there was a miscommunication. We thought it was on Friday morning... Turned out it was on Sunday morning instead. Yeah. So uh, n- let me get in here, interject real quick. So okay. I got I got the times. I didn't see the day, so I assumed it was Friday. So we got up there. It was Sunday. I was like, okay, no problem. So I think it was about ten minutes later. I think the conchair's assistant or one of the staffers found me because I was still wearing my Vogue shirt, and she profusely apologized for the mix-up and wanted to make sure if everything was okay. And I just looked at her and I was just not dumbfounded, but just shocked. It was like, I'm like, and I just remember saying right then and there, see, this is why I really love this convention. I can't even get this type of concierge service at other cons. They came to make sure everything was okay due to the mix-up. I mean, that's a lot of respect in my book. Shit's professional up yeah. in here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, back to you, Ari. Yeah, so I spent the most of the uh, early day, the afternoon, uh, you know, sticking around, taking pictures, you know, exploring the convention. Even hopped in the pool for a little bit, but that turned out to be a complete wash because the pool was, t- was small. It was ice freaking cold. The little door to the patio kept blowing up. Stay securely shut, and the hot tub wasn't working. Uh, I had predicted that that it wasn't actually broken. It was just they just put that out of water cover on it because they were worried that Homestuck cosplayers would just you know jump in there with their full body paint on and use that to wash off. Well, there wasn't really a lot of Homestuck cosplayers there. They did they did show up in droves for the photo shoot on Saturday. So that much I did remember seeing. Mm-hmm. And at the first panel, I was speaking to Kyle Haber. I was at a Q and A panel with him where he was just talking and shooting the shit about you know all sorts of like nerdy and uh, geeky stuff. Yep. Yeah, and I stopped in afterwards, and and he he did, and and um, Michael, he did ask about you. I fucking miss him. <laughs> 
Don't worry, the next con we go to, he, he might be there. Yeah, gotta hope. Yep. I mean, this is a guy I, you know, the first convention I went to that he was there, I made him cookies and got a personal phone call from him later on in the weekend thanking me for the cookies. <laughs> See, I didn't know about the phone call part. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what's her face who was, like, hanging all over him that weekend? Oh, her. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, he actually used her phone and called me up and basically thanked me for the cookies and everything. Yeah, and you gave him the cookies just as Abby Shudo. That was pretty cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then 5 o'clock rolls around, and it's time for the uh, voice actor lip-sync battle. Oh, that was amazing! Oh! I did want to, want to go to a panel at a, like, before that. It was uh, you know, Michelle Knotts like, having like a uh, discussion or whatever, but we couldn't get to that because you were like, hey, go record the uh, lip-sync battle. I'm like, uh, all right. So I got the camera all set up there. You know, and uh, what I wasn't expecting was was the uh, cut the voice actors who start you know running around up and down the aisles while they were quote unquote singing. So there's parts of it where I'm spinning the camera around, you know, not fast enough to uh, keep up with them. Mm. Yeah, I I wasn't expecting that either, but. If you go on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash anime jam session, I did post a couple of uh, video clips of Kyle Abair singing uh, I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys. And I believe Mako got giddy as fuck about that. Yeah, you sent me that. Yeah. I was laughing my ass off. And there's another uh, video clip of Michelle Knotts uh, singing and dancing to the Pokemon theme. Because, of course. <laughs> like, what else is she going to dance to? Actually, there's a lot that she could have done, but, yeah. Well, ironically enough, as I was, like, watching that, like, I was like, man, you got to get some, like, Queen or something in here. What do you think the last song they did was? I'll give you a hint. It's pretty much the one song everybody does to close out karaoke. There's a lot of songs that people do. It was Bohemian out. Rhapsody. They they perform Bohemian Rhapsody. Like yeah, there's a lot of songs that people do to close out karaoke. Sorry. And you probably couldn't see it from the video clip, but I you know pulled the tie out of my hair and was banging along at the end. <laughs> Amazing. Yes, it was. So what about you? You should go on any panels, Rama. Actually, you know. Call me crazy, but I kind of lost my interest in panels a long time ago because a lot of them are all the same, even though it's different people running them. A lot of information is the same. you got to get me something unique in order for me to to go. So I really didn't check out any panels. I did pop my head in a couple, took pictures, and then I left. Um, I'd call you crazy, but not for that reason. Why, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So pretty much, I spent most of the day um, taking pictures, and it was it was Friday was kind of slow. I did uh, run into uh, one of my good friends at uh, Glenn Dubois over at NerdFit Network, and I did get my fuck Glenn Dubois shirt. So, and I was talking to Eric Ferris, and I'm like, we need to get you a shirt as well, you know, which would be kind of cool. 
So later that evening, I went up to the room and I changed into my formal spike and I did go to the formal ball, which was pretty nice. I like it, but I really think formal ball should be about two hours top, two, two and a half hours tops. How long was that one? Three. So it's luster started to wear off then. Yeah, and what um, what and it kind of interests me that they give out tickets for the formal, and there's like a long line for them, and then when yep. you get there, you only see like a third of people that got tickets dancing around. Eh, it is what it is. So after that, they, they after the ball was over and they got ready. That's right, Ari. We went out. We went out to Walmart and got some bed sheets. Yep, because there was a toga party that night. Yeah. So we we went... ran into a little trouble because when we get to the Walmart, you know, most of the single serve white sheets were gone. Yep. The only things left were a couple fitted sheets. And you, know, you got one that was you know adequate size for you. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, like yeah, it's a it's a queen size, but you know it's a like beige, you know, slightly off white. Like, like fuck it, give me this one. Hey. And you know, found we found a diagram online of how to uh, tie a toga. Yeah, and one of our, our one of the people that stayed in our room threw a red sash on you, so you were pretty much for Jesus. That wasn't <laughs> uh, that wasn't any kind of sash. That was me using my red track pants as a sash. But it still worked. I mean, come on, Marco, you got to be Caesar Rock. I was trying to be Caesar Rockefeller, but as I'm walking around, everyone's calling me Jesus. If I was taking a shot for every time I got called Jesus. I'd be dead. <laughs> I mean. Maka, you, you gotta you you gotta imagine you. How can you not picture Ari uh, as Jesus? I mean, come on. Okay. Oh, you're not. You're not buying it, are you? No. <sighs> I had my botchamania soundboard out, and I, I was just, y'all motherfuckers need Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, when we get there, they're they're playing all these. They go. They call these games the Bro Olympics. Which the name of itself may be cringe, but that's not here. That's neither here or there. But before we get into that, um, I decided to kind of modify my, my toga cosplay because, um, and I believe they were at, they were there last year. There's two girls who cosplay Penny and Stocking. They were, one of them helps run, the other one is a DJ. This year they yep, did. They were there. Yeah, they did. They did. They were togas. So I said, "Fuck it." I went upstairs, got the shawl and got the wig, and I was garter belt in a toga. Interesting. Yeah, that was cool. And so the game, they were like mockeries of, uh, you know, you know, ancient Olympic games. Like, the discus throw was throwing a paper plate with your team name on it. Mm-hmm. It was a three-man team, by the way, everyone. We, we decided to call ourselves Jesus and Company. I like the name. So we did, see, and what were the other, um... What, what were the other... Contest. I, it was an arm wrestling contest, and I did that, and I lost. No, you did the uh, you did the drink without using your hands. What? Oh, that's right. No, yeah, the other dude that was uh, that joined us, he did that. Yeah. Yeah, the guy was dressed like Billy Lee. Yeah, from Double Dragon. See, this one was a drinking contest where it was like these four cups. And there was a little bit of water in them, and you had to drink the water in it. You know, hands behind your back, and if you spilled any of the water, you lose. So I was doing good. I was going to win it, but when I knocked down the last cup, I felt a couple of droplets of water spill out. I was like, "Fuck!" So pretty much at that point, 
every each team had a point. Then after Except that, ours. yeah. And then I think it, there was like four, five or six teams. Yeah, and it was like five events. Yeah, the uh, the the event after that was the uh, you know the dress up contest where yeah. I just, where we had to dress up one of the guys in a toga. We got using that the, one. using the stuff that was provided, and yeah, we we won that handily because we made it actually look like a toga and not like the one the one guy who had a massive train of garish multicolored you know cloaks flung behind him. You, you saw that, didn't you? Yes, I did. It, it, it's like it's like it playing a uh, you know what's good a movie set in ancient Rome? Uh, Gladiator, that a good one. Spartacus. Yeah, it's like taking the movie Spartacus and giving it a dubstep soundtrack. That's what that felt like. Ah, gotcha. And the last event was the chariot race, and by chariot means two people did a wheelbarrow run. I had the, I had the Billy Lee cosplayers ankle, ankles on my hands. We all took off. One guy was ahead of us, but they crashed and burned. And we managed to win the race. And I almost took a header into a very nice and very ornate curio at the end of the run because I could not stop properly. Mm. If that thing had broken, I would have been ejected from the from the convention in the hotel immediately. Yeah. Yeah, I left after the last event, and I didn't know we got any rewards for until uh, you know, like Sunday. Yeah, we won that, so they gave us what did they 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 gave us like the crown, which was like what do you, what do you call those things? Laurel. The laurel, a sword, a fo- a, f- a bo- foam buffer sword, and and a gold medal. It was fun seeing them have put the laurel and the gold medal over my head, or in this case. <laughs> On the on on the uh, garter belt wig. They couldn't get it over the wig. Nope, it was that small. Oops. So yeah, Friday was fun. Yeah, that really was. And then sa- Saturday, you know, I end up. I didn't get down to the con till like late because I woke up with a really bad headache and I couldn't figure that out because I only had like a couple of drinks and I really paced myself the whole night. So I don't know. Then again, you did ask me to fix you a drink. Yeah. I also asked you to fix me a couple of drinks Saturday night as well, and I still woke up fine. Mm, yeah, you could have just think- had, a, uh, you know, it could have just been a headache. Yeah, probably. I'm glad I brought the, the Tylenol, though. So glad about that. Yeah, the that. Captain Fabulous I fixed you was like 60% juice and 40% alcohol. Yeah. And so shall we go on a Saturday? Yep, yep. Now, uh, Saturday. Yeah. Now, what huh? did you do on your Saturday? Because I I can tell you stuff that happened on mine. Yeah, Saturday was a lot more going to panels and you know, wandering around. I was cosplaying as Bear Hugger again, a Punch Out. And I was, and it's strange that you know I've come to this uh, paradox where I've seen people take pictures of me mm-hmm. and have actually interacted with people who have taken their pictures of me, but I haven't seen any pictures of me online yet. Hmm. They'll probably ha- have you been checking the various Facebook groups. The uh, the AAC group, at least. Okay. Now, let's see. We went to panels, but you know, went to a few more panels. Uh, got to record the Lead Street Boys concert. That was at two o'clock. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, how'd the footage for that turn out, by the way? Did you I, get a chance? I, I haven't taken a look at that. I have to talk to Matt about that because I want to get the um his playlist so I can drop that in while editing the video. The third one was cosplay girlfriend. How much I do remember. Oh yeah, the one video, the one video that people started messaging me asking me if it was about me. Yeah. It's not. I know it's not, but still, that was they pretty don't. damn close, though. I missed something there. Okay, um, Leech Street Boys did a video called Cosplay Girlfriend. Uh, the main hero of the video has the same last name as me. He's also black like me. Also wears glasses. People thought it was me. Okay. Well, those who know Leech Street Boys, and they're also on my Facebook, so, you know. Moving on. So, uh, didn't you want to talk about your uh, Saturday? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You tell. Now, some of this, what I'm about to tell you, is already been, is already online. There's been various news articles. There's a news article that's floating around about it. I even shared it. Now, two friends of mine I have known for like the last three years of AAC. Technically four because I was there when when they were dating and he proposed to her at Leech Street Boys concert. Now, but at this point in life, they've split. They're just friends. So... I ran into I ran to him last like Friday and him uh, him and the girl they were just bringing stuff up. I'm just trying to keep the names generic. If if I have to, I'll just use random names. So, you know, for the time being. Now, I, I'm just, just going to go with Shinji and Ray, whatever. <laughs> so, you know, I've been ch- ch- texting Shinji back and forth, you know, and he said him and Ray had gone out to Walmart Friday night and I'm like, "Okay, I'll catch you till later." So, Saturday morning, I text him. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And he responds with, eh, we're fighting. And I respond back like, is everything okay? Yeah, kind of. And I asked him, did you want me to come up and, you know, and talk? You know, because I figured, you know, somebody who doesn't know what's going on, separates them, gets them to talk, kind of resolve things. You would think that would be the, sim- the simple solution to do, right? Usually. But not in this case. So I get up there. I tell Shinji, you know, go outside. You know, let me talk to Ray by herself. And she just breaks down upset in tears. Evidently, he hasn't taken his meds at all this week. And he just got into a fit of rage because he woke up late, missed panels. And he threw himself into a wall. And then tried to throw her into a wall while she was still in the wheelchair. She ha- Ray had surgery like earlier this week, so she was like in a wheelchair. So you know. Anywho, there was a knock at the door, so I'm like, "Oh, he must have left his card," you know. So door opens up. It's Manchester Police. So I'm just like, "The fuck!" Evidently, before I got there, people made made a noise complaint to the point where they were both being ejected from the hotel. 
So Shinji is trying to argue with the police and the hotel manager about 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 things that like getting a refund, this and that. I'm like, dude, j- j- just pack the stuff. The sooner you can pack everything up, the sooner you can get downstairs, and then you can talk to the management and take it from there. And Ray was quite upset because she wanted to stay for the convention. And I said, okay. I will see what I can do. So we pack everything up. And we go downstairs. Now, Shinji says he can't find his keys. So they escort him back up to the, uh, to the, to the hotel room. Me and Ray, we bring everything out to his car. So we figure if we take everything down to the car, we could put the luggage cart back, you know, save time. While we were, like, unloading the, the cart, we find his keys in one of his messenger bags. So she's like, move my stuff. I, w- I want to stay. So I'm like, okay, fine. So we load up all of his stuff in the car, and we go back. We go back to the lobby, and we're like, okay, I'll take you up to the room so you can relax and do what you got to do. So, as we're as we're waiting for the elevator, it opens up. There is Shinji with the police, and like, well, fuck, here we go. So I say to Shinji, look, she wants to say, I'll be responsible for her, but not you. The two of you gotta keep be separate from each other, okay? Y- y- y'all got y'all can't be around each other. So. I pretty much speak to the officers, hotel security, and hotel manager, and they're like, "That's fine. If there's if there's a noise complaint, that, then that's it." I'm like, "That's not a problem." So pretty much, he leaves. We go up to the room and just drop our stuff off, and that's when I thought the story was over. No, no, <laughs> there's more. Ray texts me that Shinji got arrested. I'm like, for what? Criminal trespassing. It seems, they pretty much told him that he had to leave the premises, and if he came back within the 24 hours, he would be arrested on site. So, as the story goes, he left the parking garage, came back around, tried to end up reversing back in, crashing somebody else's car getting out trying to run and then he got tased what a charmer yeah and then arrested now I thought this was bull I thought she was making this up until I think it was Sunday or later that later Saturday I saw the link to the local news I was like oh Shit. Damn. Wow. And and that was pretty much like two hours of my Saturday. Thankfully, I was able to get, you know, kind of get my th- get my mind together, get down to the convention floor, take more photography. I did run into a real life married couple who were cosplaying. Those me and Ellie, and they did a quick photo shoot with them, and I can't wait to edit those photos and post them. And then we went over to the masquerade. Now, I noticed the time was off because I got the... The masquerade started at 6. Guidebook said 6.30. So I ended up missing the first two skits. But other than that, it was good. 
it was a little bit long in the tooth, though. It could have been a little bit shorter. And they did something different this year. They have what was called Mixed Media Division, which is pretty much skits that are non-anime. I'm like, okay, cool. There was only six skits and walk-ons that fell under Mixed Media. And I'm, so it kind of fell short. Yeah, I'm like, damn, they could have just threw that right into the whole thing. You didn't have to, to divide that. I can understand if it was like half anime and half non-anime. But, you know, it was... Masquerade was pretty good. I think last year's was a little bit better. Then, went up to the room. I end up I end up getting food. And I ran into a couple of my friends. And what was fun... Now, here's the thing. They came in like 10 minutes after me and they ordered their food. And I, and I started to wait for them. I ended up going up to my room. Now, it took me like 20 minutes to get my food. It took them an hour to get theirs. Ouch. It seemed that their food was ready, but it was sitting out, and the person behind the bar forgot to let them know, so they had them remake it. Dope. Yeah. That's what happened. You know, after that, had a couple of drinks, went down to the rave, and then I left, like, half hour, 45 minutes in, because I'm like, yeah, it's a little bit too much jail bait up in the, up in the uh, rave, so... And um, we came back to the room and we all drank. Yeah, and we just drank and shot the shit because a couple of friends came by and we had a damn good time. It was a lot of fun. I hope I didn't make an ass of myself. Please, nope. Oh, good. I mean, we were all drinking. I mean, you didn't do anything wrong, so I wouldn't even worry about it. I know, I just get a little paranoid about shit like that. Oh, as do I, but you know, it was all good. Didn't get hung over, though. Say what? I didn't get hung over. No, but you did pass out a couple times. That was only because no one was talking to me. That that tends to happen when I'm not, like, engaged in anything. I I think the way the conversation was going, so, you know, sorry about that. Eh, I don't blame you. Yeah. So, you know. And when you say pass out, like, I guess not all probably be a better word, because when you say pass out, you, you expect me to... You expect someone to uh, have drawn dicks on my face or just stacked random shit on top of me. Nah, we're a little bit more mature than that. Keyword being a little bit. <laughs> so then Sunday rolls around and we get up early and do all the interviews we need to. Yeah, we, yeah and I found out when I got home, the Chris Kaysen interview was canceled. So I was like, oh, it went to the, um, to the press email address instead of my personal. I should have I should have wrote that down as well, but uh, shit happens. But uh, Kyle Haber was fun to talk to. Yeah, he was amazing. Yeah, and um, that interview we that interview was played on on Orange Nons Radio Sunday night. Um, our video interview with him will be up probably in the next uh, week or two because I believe this week my main goal is getting the um, the lip sync uh, battle off because. Because he, he asked, you know, if someone was able to record, I was like, yeah, I, 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 I got you. I got you with that, so. Because uh, he know, he recognized you taking pictures, but apparently he didn't know he was mugging for me, me the whole, behind the camera. <laughs> uh, it's, well, you know, shit happens. I wouldn't worry about it. I think it was pretty know, cool, though. Megan. I, 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 still thought, I, still, I thought that was pretty cool, though. Mm-hmm. And, I, and we also got to talk to J. Michael Tatum. Yep. And he's 
an amazing dude. I love his buzz cut though. Hmm. And I and speaking of, you know, one thing I like about AAC, you get an opportunity to get a group photo with all the with with the guests. So there's a couple of pictures on my camera, you know, of all of us. And then if you go to my fan my Facebook page, there is a giant uh Uber selfie of all of us. And that was pretty cool. Damn, I must have missed that part. Yeah, this yeah, they have that they do that in the um in in um the dealers room cuz it's huge. Mm. And and what was really cool was that Lauren Landa we had interviewed her last year. She actually remembered me from last year, which was pretty cool. I was like, that, that really warmed my heart. So, either that she recognized the um the polo shirt from last year. Either or, I thought that was still cool though. And let's see, Sunday I was able to make up for lost time for photography, and I happened to look out into the courtyard. I saw flurries for about fifteen minutes, and I was like, "Are you serious?" Thankfully, the weather warmed a little bit as we drove home. Yeah, it did. It did, though. And navigation found me a shortcut around a a real shit ton of traffic going into New York City, which shaved about an hour hour off the travel time. Definitely, that was that was great. Mm-hmm. So I dropped you and Alex off and managed to make it home before eleven o'clock. And that was great. Yeah. And I have to say, you know. I really love AAC. I mean, it's right up there with um it's right up there with um with Zenkai Con. It's like those are two two small cons that are amazing and, wor- and worth going to. And Yeah, for- it was a lot of fun this weekend. Yeah. And and, and if you and, and here's the thing, if you've ever been to Anime Boston like in the early years like Talking two thousand up into re, you know re, like early years. Here's the thing: I don't know if you know, but AAC is pretty much former Anime Boston staffers. So around the time when Anime Boston started falling to shit, if you wanted when it was good and cool, that's what AAC is all about. So that's another reason why I really love this convention. It's run by people who knows what they're doing. So overall, I mean, yes, it is a schlep to get up there, but this con is worth it. I mean. The people, the con goers, and the staff, it's amazing. It was only, besides the incident that happened, you know, there was, I also found that there was this one other guy creeping around, but he got, he got gut checked pretty quickly. So, other than that, it was an amazing, fun time. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase, CAVE. And somehow we'll have to pack you in a box and bring you next year, Mako. Yeah, well. We will figure out a way. That was said last year. But don't you blame your, uh, you know, like, didn't you have other uh, external issues keeping you from going this year? Uh, no, I actually had the time off. Oh, thought it was something else. All right. Yeah, but- I couldn't afford it. Th- yeah. You, you know, I would have covered like I probably would have covered your like your share of the room, but the, starting this new job and rebuilding funding and the, yeah, I couldn't do it. But next year, next year, when we go into the chat room at live.network.com, Shinji Akari says I might need to go myself, dude. Definitely, 
evidently there was a shit there was a um a Gendo running around and there was a Shinji and uh, um an Oscar running around so you would have had a great great time. And yes, the tradition continues where I got uh Mako Chan her um twenty packs of Sailor Moon trading cards. Yes. As you, soon as you said how many do you twenty, here, here's money. <laughs> series three trading cards. They also had the series two and one trading stickers as well, so Nice. But those were like two bucks a pop. Alright. Um let's see what's Alright, that that's my actual take on um AAC. What's yours, um, Ari? Well, basically what you were saying, it's fun, but you know, a bit of a pain to get to. The only thing I would have done better is like if we were able, all able to, uh, you know, leave at an earlier time and get up there a little better. Because because I was keeping myself awake with uh, iced coffee the whole time. Gotcha. Well, and I keep forgetting I have a friend that lives in the area. So next year we're just gonna crash at her place Thursday, and if things work okay, we'll probably crash Sunday and leave first thing Monday morning. We'll Which see friend how- is this? Hmm. Which friend is this? Oh, uh, this is my friend Shelly. She, uh, I keep forgetting she actually lives 15 minutes away from the convention. Ah. But yeah, I'll have a full report like, in the next week or so. Awesome. Alright. On that note, we're going to take our first break. I mean, our only break. And when we get back, we're going to go into the open forum topic. We'll be taking Skype calls, so we, hopefully if you were at uh, AAC... Hey, give us a call at Anime Jam Session. We want to hear from you. We want to know what you thought of the convention. And remember, all calls are cut to two minutes due to time constraints. So, um, we'll be back.
Alright. Now we're going to go ahead and uh, open the Skype line. Once the Skype computer brings itself up. Perfect. Wonderful. Skype line is now open. If you um, win to AAC this weekend, if you're listening, uh, give us a call at Anime Jam Session. All calls are cut to two minutes due to time constraints. Yeah, cool. We're going to go ahead and kick things off by going into the open forum topic. Um, let me pull that up. Oh, excuse me. The open forum topic is where we post a question about a topic in anime cosplay fandom. If you don't want us to use your real name, just put a different name before you post your answer, and we just ask to keep it civil. And so far, all of y'all have been keeping it civil, so thank you. I really appreciate that. Now, this week's open forum topic, it was something simple. Japanese school uniforms. A lot of animes and mangas have, ca- have the characters wearing school uniforms. Would you wear one? That's the simplest thing. So... The answer, so we got some great answers here, alright, and from Sarah Ackerman goes, uh, does Eren go Titan? Hell yeah, I would wear one. I love how they look, the different styles and combos of anime creators and school uniforms look in real life. I know the most common is blue and red like in Sailor Moon, but I had to pick a color. I would say purple with a green tie. Not one for the bows. Not there are school uniforms that are like that. Purple, green tie. I'm suddenly thinking of Love Live, but whatever. From Serenity41088, two words, hell yes. Depending on the style, I like the typical red, white, and blue colors like Usagi from Sailor Moon wears, but I also like how Kagomi uniforms look as well. Uh, Jeff says, I would, and I have myself as far as my cosplay goes. Uh, Shinji Akari says, oh, I don't think there's any doubt there. And my answer is, yes, I would. I have actually worn a school uniform before. It's not an actual one, but I've cosplayed Kyosuke from Rival School, so he wears a white school uniform. I've actually cosplayed uh, Shinji wearing his normal school uniform, which was also my work uniform at Food Emporium at the time. So pretty much, yeah, I'd wear one. Ari? Well, I would, but I'm... Pretty sure it's going to be difficult to find one in my size. Doubt it. Trust me. You can find it in your size. Yeah, sure. Just let me go down to the to the uh, stores I have for the uh, sumatori in the area. <laughs> mm. <laughs> if we're talking about you know buying it in Japan. <laughs> Mako. Been there, done that. So your answer is yes. Been there, done that. <laughs> I've uh, worn. Uh, Makoto Kino's school uniform. Fair enough. Cool. Alright, th- that was simple enough. Now, now that we got that out the way, um, and alas, uh, no calls on the Skype line. Uh, Skype line's been kind of quiet last few episodes. Mm-hmm. It probably won't be as bad, you know, once we go back to our normal um, 9.30 time slot. But, um, yeah, it is kind of late. Yeah. But um, let's go ahead and get to the fun part of the show and, and start to get up, get the hell up on out of here. Uh, strange news from Japan. Mako, you get to take the first one. I figured as much. Yeah. 
Um, well, this isn't really strange. I mean, okay, so yes, it is. Thank you! Um, but yeah, so earlier this year, there was a, uh, a recreated Sailor Moon school-style uniform in a plush fabric for, you know, just lazing around the house. So I guess some people thought that it was a little bit unfair because they were all in teeny tiny girl sizes. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Um, well, BB Lab decided to meet the demand of guys that wanted to wear a Sailor Moon style school uniform. Uh, so it is Boku Sarah. Uh, Boku is typically a masculine version of I, and Sarah is a Romanized of Sailor. Um, so, yeah, so the item promises to give the quote-unquote open experience you can only get while wearing a skirt, but is sized to comfortably fit men. It comes in the traditional blue and white with a reddish-pink tie and in black and light blue tie. Um, it comes with matching knee-high socks and they cost about $74 each. I want to see sizes for these because if they're generally fit for a guy's size, there's a very good possibility that it would fit my fat ass. <laughs> well, they look and to- I want one. <laughs> well, they look to be cheaper than normal Kigus, but... Oh... oh. I want one. Of course you want one. And the whole thing is, you know, I should be able to fit in one. Although this says that just, uh, like, I'm looking at the video here, and it says medium-large. So if that's the case, I probably won't fit. Which is sad. I'll just have to, you know, try and make my own. On top of everything else that's just sitting in this pile of me having to make for myself. Mm -hmm. It never ends. Yeah, no, I've had the fabric to make my Kigu for a year now, and it's still sitting completely folded and hasn't moved from where I placed the fabric a year ago. I got nothing. Moving right along. This is interesting. Women's group complains about a male-only Momoro Clover Z concert. I mean... I'd complain having to hear them live, but still. Yeah, it's not for the reason that you think, though. Mm -hmm. Next week on October 31st, uh, Momoro Clover Clover Z will hold a concert in the city of Dazafu and Fukuoka Prefecture, Kyushu. The concert will be called Momoko Otoko Matsuri Man Festival 2015. And it will be open to men only. While gender-segregated concerts are common in Japan, a few factors make this concert stand out. It will take place at a medieval historical site, the ruins of Heian-era Dazafu administrative buildings. And it's sponsored by the Dazafu Tenmen Shrine, the local government, and the Kyushu National Museum. A local women's group called the Dazafu Citizens Network to promote male-female cooperation has complained about the public backing for a gender-segregated concert. 
A representative Yukishiro Tsuyama said the group complained to the city that the event went against the equality of the sexes. Mayor Shigeru Ashikari accordingly requested that the concert's executive committee change the event's name and sell tickets to women as well. Members of the assembly also questioned the sponsorship for a for-profit event. A lawyer from the law, from the soccer law office agreed that aggrieved citizens had ample ground for a lawsuit. The lawyer pointed out that the Japanese constitution outlaws gender discrimination, that the local autonomy law forbids discrimination in public facilities, and that Dazu has regulations encouraging male-female cooperation. At the present concert executive committee is still discussing the matter with Stardust Promotion, Momoclose Talent Agency, and has not yet reached a decision. Tickets are being raffled off as the application deadline has passed, but about 2,500 tickets have not yet been sold. Which, not for nothing, they do kind of have a point. Yeah. It's not that, you know, they're funding this on their own. This is a government funding a concert in a public historical open area for men only. And that's where the issue comes in. I'm sorry. Go back to the point, where, to the part where you said gender segregated concerts were common. Um. Yeah, Rama, you want to read the for comparison? Okay. Hmm. For comparison, the rock band Maximum the Hormone has had a history of bizarre discrimination in its concerts. In 2006, it was women without makeup. And also men and women over 178 or 168 centimeters, which is 5'10 or 5'6 in 2008. People over 16 wearing down jackets and people in visual case-style clothing and makeup in 2009 as examples. Yeah, when, when these people are putting on their own concerts... And paying for it, you know, when it's, you know, them putting it on themselves, there can be and have been some very weird discriminations. But there actually are quite a few of these concerts that are either just for men or just for women. Why can't Japanese rock musicians just have really weird contract writers like American ones do? <laughs> well, they have that too. I need only lime green M and M's, and I need Skittles, but they can't say the S on them. A little, little bits of broccoli caught in the florets and then dumped immediately into the trash. I hate that shit. Hmm. But yeah, so I mean, it, it's not weird that they're having an all-male concert, an all-male attendee concert. It's just, you can't do that shit in public. You can't have the government pay for that shit. Oh, hey, here's some money. Let's host this and exclude, you know, half the population. Yeah, that's not good. Mm-hmm. All right. Ari, you don't have access to the articles, do you? 
Yeah, I have the last one here already pulled up. Alright. Marco, so, you want, uh, what? You, you want huh? to take... You have the last one, right? Yeah. Okay, I figured Marco would want to do the last one. No, I did the first one. There's four. Pick an article. No, there's not. There's only three. There's four. No, there's not. There's four. Oh, there is four. Back. Oh yeah, the, yeah. I'll take the. Uh... Hello. Yeah, right here. We got you. Yeah. yeah. So it's a 78-year-old man held for a threatening woman in her 20s who rebuffed his marriage proposal. Oh, good. Mm. Police in Tokyo have arrested a 78-year-old man for threatening to kill a woman in her 20s after she handed him back a letter which he proposed marriage to her. According to the police, the suspect, Noboru Ishizaka, was a regular customer at the coffee shop where the woman worked. Police said the incident occurred on October 15th in the street in Setagawa Ward. Ishizaka approached the woman and handed her a letter which, which he said contained a marriage proposal. The woman told police that she handed the letter back without reading it and told her that he became indignant and threatened to kill her. Ishizaka was quoted by police saying he thought the woman really liked him but said he just lost his temper and said a stupid thing. And all of a sudden I'm hearing Professor Farnsworth going, They're saying, she, they're saying I'm robbing the cradle. But really, she's robbing the grave. <laughs> Crazy old man. Dirty old man. Uh -huh. Old enough to be her grandfather, at least. Now, now, leave Anna Nicole Smith out of it. Ouch. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Low blow like that makes Johnny Cage wince in disgust. <laughs> So anyway, there was one last article then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't realize this was over there, because we only usually do three articles. I know, but this one was too good to pass up. Should I switch? Should I change the music for this one? If you okay. must. Nah, I think I'll leave it the way it is. Yeah, anyway, so, um, the world's first My Little Pony Cafe opens in Japan. Um, so, yeah. One of the franchises currently riding the revival train is My Little Pony, and Japan is celebrating the continued success of everyone's favorite colorful ponies with something they know how to pull off, a themed cafe. Mm -hmm. The recently opened My Little Pony Cafe is the first of its kind in the world, featuring bright colors, ponies, and specialized menu items for every fan. If you're in Tokyo and looking for your fellow Pegasisters or Bronies, you won't want to miss this. This colorful and magical My Little Pony Cafe is in Harajuku, duh, and is a collaboration between not one, but two other entities. The most obvious contributor visually is My Little Pony, which has gained a cult following since its revival in 2010. Although the characters are bright with vivid manes and bodies, it hasn't stopped both men and women from falling in love with them. Um, also along for the ride is Umajo, a women's club born from the Japanese Racing Association, which gathers together women who enjoy horses, horse racing, and having fun. 
These two perfect matches team up with the Sunday Jam Restaurant in Harajuku, who is exclusively known for their amazing pancakes, but are now also the location of the world's first My Little Pony Cafe. Both the outside and the inside of the cafe are filled with all the colors of the rainbow, but the interior has a mural of many of the Generation 4 characters like Rainbow Dash, Twilight Sparkle, Pinkie Pie, and Fluttershy, which we're sure will make all the fans happy. Many of the retro ponies also decorate the walls, and a number of pony figures gracefully adorn the tables and seats. A no-themed cafe would be complete without a number of special menu items, and since this is Sunday Jam, bring on the pancakes. Uh, Kahlua pork and orange pancakes for about eleven sixty. dollars uh, Marshmallow banana chocolate pancakes for about ten seventy five. That looks good. Uh, Milky Rainbow Parfait for about nine oh five. My Little Pony Latte for about six fifteen. And fans of the series can also look forward to notebooks, file folders, tote bags, and hand towels decorated with ponies, ponies, and more ponies. So this MLP merch. Yeah, but not just the new stuff. It's got a lot of old school shit in there too. Mm-hmm. So this very special cafe will only be around until November 29th. So make sure you head to Harajuku for a chance to dine in the land of pastel colors and magical ponies. If you're lucky, you might even be greeted by a giant purple pony or maybe even a real one. It's Twily. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a scary looking Twilight, though. It is. It's like, I'm sorry, but I've seen pony versions of Twilight much better than that. So have I. But yeah, I'm just excited that it's not just the new school ponies. It's, you know, bringing in Gen 1, too, which is completely awesome. Mm hmm. I think that's pretty cool. It's covering all the generations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's weird, though, that this is coming on um, Hasbro basically saying that ponies are losing money. Oof. Yeah, right. and they realize... Well, they realize that the ponies are losing money because they basically took a an 11-month hiatus. And while they're still trying to go, oh, yeah, ponies are for 12-year-old girls... Uh, it's not working right because they're losing the fan base of the older generation because it took them 11 fucking months to bring out more ponies. Mm. So, yeah. They gotta get that hype train back on the tracks, huh? Yeah, and they say that they have ideas and that they're, you know, putting things out and they are, um... Not only with regular ponies, but with Equestria Girls, too. So how long before we get the Equestria Girls TV show? Um, probably not long. Because there, there's a fourth movie coming down, the, coming down the pipe? I don't know if there's a fourth movie. I've been hearing rumblings it's going to be a fourth movie. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. But the third movie just aired in September... And 2017 is the actual first pony movie. Mm. And that one they're supposed to be putting into theaters. 
And I know Star Swirl, the beard, is, is supposed to be either the bad guy or something in it. Mm. But they're saying that he's going to be, you know, one of the main people. And then it's going to have to, de- it's going to deal with time travel and all of that happy horseshit. <laughs> horseshit. No intended, huh? <laughs> horseshit. Oh. I can't possibly match your enthusiasm for this, so I'm just going to just be over here smiling and nodding. I think it's time to go. I agree. Yeah, because yeah, I have to fix um, dinner. I got to fix lunch, and I would like to watch NCIS before going to bed. Oh, my God, NCIS. Don't. I, I'm not going to say anything, just... Oh my god, NCIS. Thank you. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, and we do this for the fun of it. So if we tell you what we like and don't like, we're telling you straight up. But we also want to hear from you. Drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to hear from you. We're ready to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where we post all of our convention reviews, uh, photo links of our photos and videos, our YouTubes, and all that cool stuff. Um, we just updated an article about about a photographer on our website. We actually uploaded the screen caps from various conversations, so you definitely want to check that out. Um, if you can't access our podcast from our website, you can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, and TuneIn Radio. Uh, definitely check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. Um, due to a special request, you'll find AAC 2015 videos up there shortly. I'm going to be work, hope, working on them starting tomorrow. And I'd like to have them all up by Sunday, hopefully. Or at least the bulk of them. Uh, so definitely check out uh, our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. If you want to follow us on YouTube and see what videos that we like and videos that we may post, you can find uh, me at youtube.com slash DigiRonMess. Ari is at Ari22682. And Mako-chan is over at Jupluna. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us here for updates on our website, Facebook, conventions that we're going to, when we're going live, and all this other cool stuff definitely follow us there. If you want to tweet at us, you can find me at twitter.com slash djronmess. Ari is at the Ari Man, and Mako Chan's over at Joe Videa. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. To all of our fans who have been who have liked our page, everything we've posted, thank you so much. We greatly appreciate all your likes. So as long as you continue to like the posts that we put up there, we're going to continue to bring you more content. If you want to interact with us on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjronmess or that Mess guy. If you've been following me on Facebook this weekend, I've been posting some cool stuff here and there from AAC. Uh, you can find Ari over at Ari Rockefeller. And you can find Mako-chan over at Makoto Makoto-chan Kino. And as I've said, we're here on the VOG Network Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesdays at 10 and Thursdays at 2 p.m. But we're not the only awesome geek podcast on network. There are some other cool shows, too. 
you want to check out the Star Wars Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, The Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Dollars Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Odd Culture, Under Sedation Live, Electric Sisterhood, and Girls Gone Wild. Different podcasts that cover different parts of the geek spectrum. Definitely want to check those out. Let's go around the room and do last words. Last words, Mako. It's almost Back to the Future Day. Oh, yeah, you're right. Ari. It's, it's a really nice night out. Mm. And I'm finally glad to be home. Cool. My final words is... I haven't decided if I want if I want to fix a bowl of ramen or bacon and eggs for dinner. With a cup of coffee. Breakfast uh, for dinner. Yeah, sure, why not? I mean hasn't stopped me before, so yeah. <laughs> that is it. End of list. Um we will be here next week unless there's a schedule change because next week is grand opening. So, as of now, we will be here next week. If not, there will be a posting letting you know that there will not be an episode, and if there's no episode next week, there they won't be a pre-taped one. I will not have the time to do a pre-taped episode. Neither will I. Gotcha. Um, and I think a solo show with me will pretty much tank the entire podcast. Look, it can, you can get, you, we can get you, Ichigo Gami, and Avalon together. I'll set y'all up remotely, and I just I'll just log into my computer remotely to start to pause and unpause. But you know, but that that'd be a little chaotic. But whatever works. Um, yeah, I think it's time for us to get up on out of here. Uh, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. See, that one wasn't too bad. It could have been worse. Don't start, Ari. It could have been worse. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm being nice. It could have been worse. Goodnight, everyone. podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane! <laughs>